Ciao, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is with the Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Thursday, April 7, 2022. In Europe, Covid still scares and infection curves remain high in all countries. And for this reason, yesterday the European Medicines Agency gave the OK to the fourth dose of the vaccine for Europeans over 80. For other age groups, however, we will wait for new data and then they may slip further. But there is a figure that is very symbolic and concerns Italy and the vaccination campaign, which, judging by the number of vaccines administered in these days, seems to be almost over. Never so few, between 26 and 27,000 per day, between first, second, third and fourth doses, including those administered to Ukrainian refugees arrived in Italy. In fact, a survey just published shows that among Italians there is now a perception that the pandemic is over or is ending. For uh, over a month, the war in Ukraine has become the main, almost unique emergency, according to public opinion. The survey explains that the concern aroused by Covid among Italians has dropped to its lowest level since March 2020. The share of citizens who say they feel concerned about Covid in Italy has dropped to 53%. Four months ago in December, the sentiment involved 80% of people and a year ago, over 90% of the Italians. This is due to large number of Italians vaccinated, to the temperatures rising and helping us to stay outdoors more, to the end of the state of emergency and the easing of restrictions to the Omicron variant that does less damage, to the war that collects some of the concerns previously intended for the virus, and also to the fact that the human nature tends to get used to everything, even to the, da- even to the danger of a pandemic that still kills more than 100 Italians every day, in fact, uh, 1,000 Italians in a week. However, there is another research just published that tells some terrible effects of these two years of virus. In Italy, the lockdown has caused symptoms of depression in 5 out of 10 people. Uh, With the restrictions due to Covid, 88.6% of Italians over 16 years old suffered from psychological stress. Younger people, women and the unemployed are those most at risk. (coughs) The European Union has approved new sanctions against Russia. Europe will no longer import coal from Russia and is uh, um, uh, debating about uh, stopping also the importation of uh, uh, oil and gas. And it looks like, uh, um, in fact, orders for Russian oil from Europe will also be stopped soon. To give you an idea, the coal embargo from Russia is a a drop in the bucket compared to what Europe pays for gas and oil. Since the war began, as to say since February 24, Europe has already paid Russia over 19.36 billion euros, of which only 0.7 billion is for coal. Yesterday, the head of the Italian government during a press conference was very clear about the possibility of stopping even the import of Russian gas. Draghi said that Italy has stocks until October even without Russian gas, and then explained openly that the choice is between peace in the world and the possibility of uh, having the eating in our houses, or rather shortly the air conditioning to cool us down, uh, exactly how we had before and not a bit less. Certainly, however, the economic problems arising from the war do not stop only at energy costs. The conflict in Ukraine and sanctions against Russia could cost Italy up to 10 billion euros, corresponding to exports to these countries in 2021, with very serious consequences for made in Italy. 
And speaking of economy, yesterday the government approved the forecast of the state budget for 2022, which will be sent to Europe for its approval. The forecast speaks of a GDP growth of 3.1% in 2022, a deficit confirmed at 5.6% and a debt in slow but steady reduction. Obviously, in the case of the blocking of oil and gas imports from Russia, the numbers will worsen. The war in Ukraine has caused a worsening of growth prospects. Consumer and investor confidence has also declined. The same confidence that was very much alive in Italy at the beginning of the year. In the meantime, Italy has expelled 30 Russian diplomats and it is expected that Russia will soon do the same with some Italian diplomats. But there is another issue much more important that concerns the consequences on Italy of this war. Over 10,000 Ukrainian kids have been warmly welcomed in the Italian schools all over our country after fleeing for the war. Of these, almost 2,000 have been received in nursery schools, almost 5,000 in elementary schools, 2.5,000 in middle schools, and almost 1,000 in high schools. So Italy is thinking about new sources of energy supply, finally freeing itself from dependence on Russia, and also addressing the problem in a more sustainable way. The proof is the approval of the agreement for the construction of two floating offshore wind firm farms in Sicily and Sardinia, both located more than 35 kilometers from the coast for a total capacity equivalent to the average general energy consumption of nearly 750,000 families in the areas concerned, and that will also avoid carbon dioxide emissions for about 1 million tons per year. The plants foresee the use of floating platforms and the implementation of innovative te technological solutions aimed at minimizing the environmental and visual impact, as well as promoting the development of local and national industry. The start of operations is currently scheduled for 2026 in Sicily and 2028 in Sardinia. And still on the subject of sustain sustainability, according to the latest European report, Italy is first in Europe in terms of circular economy together with France. The report points out that the results obtained are not exceptional in an absolute sense, but our country stands out for some aspects. Among all the absolute consumption of materials in Italy, in 2020, latest available data, 7.4 tons of materials were consumed per inhabitant compared to a European average of 13 tons per capita. Furthermore, resource productivity in Italy over the last 10 years has increased for, uh, by 42%, compared with a European average of 17%. Further confirmation of this, this is the rate of circular use of resources, which in Italy is 21.6%, well above the EU average of 12.8%. Where Italy excels is in the rate of waste recycling, which reaches 68% against a new EU average of 35%. On the other hand, where Italy is particularly bad is in land consumption. In Italy, 7.1% of the entire territory is cemented, a figure second only to that of Germany. The same applies to investment in eco-innovation. Italy is behind all other countries. <coughs> the Uffizi in Florence was the most popular cultural site in Italy in 2021, coming ahead of the Colosseum and the Vatican Museums for the first time, according to rankings published by an Italian art newspaper. The Pompeii Archaeological Park is fourth in this ranking. The Uffizi director cited three decisive factors in obtaining the top ranking. The new 16th century rooms opened last May, the program of exhibitions and the museum's cultural offering on social media. 
The Uffizi also staged the most visited exhibition in Italy in 2021 with a show by the Italian arte povera artist Giuseppe Penone. The Uffizi is in 20th place in the list of global rankings, which is topped by the Louvre Museums in Paris, France. In another ranking published yesterday, La Sapienza in Rome has confirmed its position as the top university in the world for classical studies and ancient history in the 2022 edition of the World University Rankings. The result makes La Sapienza the only Italian university to boast an absolute first place at an international level. The Rome University also came 10th in archaeology, first in Italy. Besides, six of the university's faculties were ranked in the top 50 worldwide. Furthermore, in 15 disciplines, La Sapienza is first at national level, almost double compared to the data of last year. Kudos for my city. The Politecnico di Milano is also among the top 10 universities worldwide for two departments, design in fifth place and architecture sixth place, while the Università Bocconi in Milan is ranked sixth in business and management. The, this report analyzes the performance of more than 15,000 individual university programs from more than 1,500 universities across 51 academic disciplines. Italy is seventh in the world for the number of places in this ranking, with 56 Italian universities and four new entries, obtaining 507 placings. It's all for now. It's all for today. My name is Umberto Mucci. I'll see you next Monday. This was with Italian News. Please take care. Please stay safe. Please protect yourselves. Ciao from Rome.